The more that a broken system tells you that you're wrong, the more certain you should be that you must keep pushing ahead. Because it's the outsiders who change the world and who make a real and lasting difference. Nothing worth doing ever came easy. Treat the word impossible as nothing more than motivation. The future belongs to the people who follow their heart no matter what the critics say. We must always remember that we share one home and one glorious destiny. We all bleed the same red blood of patriots. We all salute the same great American flag. Our best days are yet to come. Okay. Hey, you guys. Hey, you guys. I could probably stand to listen to that many times a day. Wow. I, uh, I was, uh, yeah, I needed kind of shot in the arm the other day because you just like, you're like, and I know you guys are the same way. You're like, why, why am I having such a difficult time with people in my world? <laughs> uh, that, um, you know, especially during the holidays, you may see family members and they may not want to, you know, hang around or whatever. So just go back and listen to that because we are doing something bigger than, you know, a family get together right now. Once this is all over, they'll realize that we were, we were in this fight. And it will it will all make sense. But right now we've you know we're standing strong. We're fighting in this fight. We're exposing the truth. And you know, it's uh, it's 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 we're the ones who are changing the world by the grace of God. So I'm Red Pill the World, Melissa. I'm so glad you're here. This is Freedom Force Battalion. If you're new, we look at the Q posts and the current events, the Trump tweets in the light of God's word. So I'm going to show you some, some really great things today. Um, my, um, uh, my sister brought up Micah and I want to read, I just could want to read the whole book of Micah to you guys and, uh, break it apart and make it in, <laughs> make it into bite-sized portions of yumminess. But uh, I don't know that I'll read the whole thing, but I'll read a, a, a chunk of it. Um, because this is the day. This is it. This is the day. So it's so exciting. Um, also, I want to just rejoice in what Bill Barr said the other day. Let's go over that. Let's look at um, our wonderful Admiral Rogers. Oh, we're so blessed to have these these strong, courageous patriots who are on the front lines, who are who are fighting for us. And this is coming out. I'm so thankful for that. Um, I want to talk about that God frequency. I'm like. I'm imagining a lot of you have seen that and I wanted to chat about that. And I want to show you uh, at the end, I'm going to show you my, um, uh, how I'm coming along on my project in case anyone wants to see that. Um, if not, you can toss it, you know, you can shut down uh, before that. But anyway, I'm just glad you're here. And I'm glad that we're, that we, the Lord has gathered us from the four corners of the earth and that uh, we're doing this together and, uh, and uh, that we just, we just have such a wonderful Italian. I really appreciate you guys. And so Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. We're, um, we're getting closer. I believe this battle is a three and a half year battle. So we're two and a half years in by Christmas of next year. I believe it's all going to be resolved and uh, the world will be set free. I even think before then, but I think that there's going to be some great revelations by then. All right, so let's jump in. All right, so <laughs> this is our this is our commander in chief. <laughs> he just destroying the deep state. It's just so exciting. 
he knows when he's speaking, he knows what it is to be the one who stands up. And uh, I'm just so thankful for him. So thankful. <laughs> I love that picture. But this one right here that Q just posted, Q's been posting his, you know what, off. And so, yeah, when you finish typing, just sign it. Q plus. <laughs> so great. But let me just say something. I just, I can't remember. Scavino, yeah, Dan Scavino. Nice, wonderful man. Wonderful man. Do not let me take, I'm not taking one thing away from him. I just don't think he's cute. I just don't. I just don't. And this is why. Long ago, long ago, Q posted, um, this is way back in February 2018. <laughs> this is way back in the front of the game. Post number 815. He said, wait until you learn who has been talking to you here, Q. Wait until you learn who has been talking to you here. That leads me to believe it's someone that whose name we would recognize. Yes, Dan Scavino, I'm sure is wonderful, but he's not someone that we feel, uh, uh, you know, that we know on a, on, a, on a worldwide scale. Wait until you learn who has been talking to you here. And that one day we will, we will know who has been talking to us here. So there you go. I'm just going to leave it at that. All right. So I'm going to jump in to this. Um, uh, if you didn't see that this was on the Q post. Also, actually, I didn't even know that Q um, had posted yesterday. I was busy being Santa. Uh, and so um, I didn't, I had seen this just on a, on a Twitter you know, someone had shared this on Twitter, so I had seen this. I'm going to play this for you. But, man, Q's was just, like, posting like crazy. Check this out. To President Trump at the time, candidate Trump's campaign spied on him, and then they covered it up. It is a modern-day Watergate. And you've got Democrats who aren't willing to even look into that. That is the area that we should be looking at. It's a modern-day coup, the closest this country's ever came to. But the only way you can compare this to is Watergate. They broke into his campaign by bringing people into it. They have been trying to cover it up for the whole time. Now the question rises, just like Watergate. Who knew, when did they know it, and how high did this go up? Well, if you pause for one moment and you read this IG report by Horowitz, here's the FBI. They broke in. Yeah, so that he, he said it so well, so succinctly. I posted this on my Twitter, so make sure that you share that because that helps people realize what this is about, that they broke in and they're just trying, they're doing a massive cover-up. And the Democrats and the media are helping them to cover it up. Okay, and so that's why we have the Q Army, so that whenever they try to cover something up, we blow it up, right? We, we get the, the truth out there. And, of course, if you don't know about Admiral Rogers, you likely do since you're here, but this is another thing to share with people because this is not being promoted on the mainstream media. And this wonderful man, as soon as he found out what was going on, he reported it. What a great man. This is what we all have to do. You see something, say something, as in you see illegal activities. And he saw that they were letting outside contractors have all this FISA data. Just, you know, just all this stuff that's supposed to be, you know, only for a few eyes and totally top secret and not, you know, to be bandied about so that we have freedom in this country. And they were just, it was just absolutely open. If you haven't seen the Snowden movie, you have to see it because you see on there how willy nilly they play with all of our personal data. It's, it's outrageous. And this wonderful man had amazing. He was in this position as the director of the NSA that he, when he got 
whiff of it, he knew what was going on. He told, and he, and so there, here they are. They're supposed to be doing a, you know, a report periodically. Well, it turns out they, they fudge the reports and he, he, he calls them on it. And of course, Clapper's wanting to him to be removed. They're trying to get him removed. They're trying to railroad him, whatever. So what a great man. So thankful for him. So they, um, they just posted this. This was one of the ones that just got posted because this just appeared on the 20th of December. It's finally coming out in the news. We've been talking about it on, on uh, the Q post for months and months and months, way back even before July 9th about, um, about this wonderful Admiral Rogers that's finally coming out in the mainstream that the NSA director is cooperating with the probe of the Trump Russia investigation. So he's telling what he knew. So, yeah. But it's 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 happening in such a way that it doesn't make it look like President Trump is a dictator. It's where we are, the people are calling for it, saying we've got to get justice. We've got to make sure that all these, uh, the Department of Justice and the and the FBI and the DOJ and you know uh, the SCIA and the everybody in the Department of Defense is operating according to the rules, according to the law. So it's got to be us screaming for it and how do they know what we're hollering for is because of what they see on social media predominantly okay and what we're watching they know what we're watching on tv that's why in my house i don't play like some people leave the tv on leave fox news on or cnn no i don't leave any of that stuff on first of all i don't want it to infect my ears and number two i don't want them to think that i am falling for their baloney okay all right so yeah then you've got to hear some of this bar they really did try to slam this remember how q was saying they don't want us to uh to this anyone see this um this uh um this tv show whatever um interview and they did i've been watching for it and having a hard time finding it so it's uh it's out there but i'm going to show you just some little pieces of it um so because i would love to just sit here and watch the whole thing but it <laughs> would be a four-hour video check it out it was a pretty aggressive conclusion i just think that uh by the time the president entered office around that time it was becoming clear that there was no basis to these allegations not just the dossier falling apart but the information that they were relying on as to page and to papadopoulos and so the whole thing you know was was uh, you know just to put a bow on uh, the Durham and Comey investigations, if you had been in charge of the FBI at that time and these concerns were brought to you about Papadopoulos, about Page, they were concerned that maybe he was working um, on the Russian side of the equation, how would you have handled it? What would you have set in motion differently? Well, as I read the Horowitz report, the three reactions from Attorney General Loretta Lynch, Deputy Attorney General Sally Yates, and President Obama appear to have been, well, shouldn't we give him a defensive briefing? Um, and in other words, if you think there's a spy in the can in President Trump's campaign, shouldn't you alert him? That and that didn't even cross their minds. It you know. And I think that would be the natural impulse for anybody who, you know, was interested in getting to the bottom of things quickly and uh, was skeptical of any notion that uh, President uh, Trump's campaign was, you know, in cahoots with the Russians uh, and, and also was concerned about protecting the election. If you're interested in protecting the election, you give a defensive briefing. And why do you think you didn't do that? Yeah, we'll see. That's part of the Durham investigation. We'll find out why they didn't do it. It's going to come out. It's going to come out that they were, you know, in cahoots, which is what we already we already know. But it'll come out in the mainstream. So, you know, for those of us who've been involved in this for such a long time, it's 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 finally <laughs> we get the, you know, the it's catching up.
And um, yeah, because we are screaming for it online that we want to get this truth out. We want to get, find out what's going on in all these, uh, these alphabet agencies. Now, if you notice they're talking fast, I have it sped up. I do that all the time on all my videos because I, I want to you know, get the information as quickly as I can. So I always speed up their, as, many, as, as uh, often as I can, I speed up their voices. So this one, I didn't speed up though. I have and the appreciation I have for the job they do. I grew up in New York City. The NYPD is sort of the police force of my youth. I think they're not only New York's finest, they're the country's finest. And I thought uh, going and, and uh, you know having dinner with a large group of the police officers would be a good way to send that message. You, you talked in your piece about social justice DAs and you put social justice in quotes. Um, what do you mean by them? What, what does that mean, social justice DAs? Well, uh, there's been this recent development where uh, George Soros has been coming in largely in Democratic primaries where they're not going to be much voter turnout and putting in a lot of money to elect people who are uh, not very supportive of law enforcement and uh, don't view the office as uh, bringing to trial and prosecuting uh, criminals. But so in other words, Soros is filling our DAs, all of our, our DA positions with people who will not enforce the law and, and prosecute crime. And that's what I find here. We've had various things that have happened in our town and the, and the bad guys keep, keep getting away and it's really very aggravating so for you know one reason or another it whether it, whether it's all the da's fault in our town or whether oh it was some kind of little something that the police officer did or the way or they you know they can't get the whatever the detective can't get the skinny or it's you know always they skate and so and it's demoralizing and you're like it, it just has become hopeless and this is so great is that our wonderful president and uh the attorney general and all these people are returning law and order thank you lord but pursuing other social agendas and they have started to win in a number of cities and they have uh in my view not given the proper support to the police uh and uh they're they're following policies that are ultimately going to lead uh to an increase in violent crime and more victims do you think if people don't treat their police officers better in communities that that they're going to sort of bite off their nose just bite their face that, that they will end up with with fewer police officers fewer people who want to protect them yeah, uh, you know, I was accused of suggesting that the police are going to withdraw their protection. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is most police forces in the country have high number of vacancies. And as the job gets higher and as police feel that the prosecutors or their political leaders in a jurisdiction are not supporting them, they either can stop being police or they can move to a jurisdiction that's more hospitable. And I think that, uh, you know, we could find ourselves in the position that if we don't, communities that aren't supporting the police, may not get the, the police protection they need. There you go. There you go. And, uh, you know, uh, what I'm going to read to you about from Micah is talking about that there will be justice everywhere in the 1,000 years of peace, which we are breaking into. There will be justice all over the world. There'll be you know, for a thousand years. There's going to be righteousness and there's not going to be this getting away with evil. So check it out. I'll, I'll, I'll show you that in just a second. One more thing from Mr. Barr, uh, Attorney General Barr. 
or I'm looking into this. Yeah, and I want to ask you more about that in a moment. Are you surprised that James Comey is so convinced himself uh, that all of this was completely above board? He came out and said there was no treason. There okay, just so you know, and I think likely you guys are on the same page as I am, that this whole Comey thing with the Hillary and the emails way back before the election and all this coming up and you're like, okay, this, this, this insurance laptop and what's on this insurance laptop. And, oh, we looked through all the, the emails. There was nothing to it. That's what, what woke me up. And I began to just search and search and search diligently and dig. And that was, yeah, this is, uh, this, this whole, this Comey guy, he's been one of the best people to wake people up because he's uh it's been so atrocious <laughs> the the cover-up that he's tried to perpetrate so check it out there's no spying at all on the president well i think the ig report and the recent letter from the fisa court i think pulls the rug out from under that analysis there was serious misconduct as the, the court itself has said and uh one of the things that uh, i object to is uh, the tack being taken by Comey, which is to suggest that people who are criticizing or trying to get to the bottom of the misconduct are, are somehow attacking the FBI. Uh, I think that's nonsense. Uh, we're criticizing and concerned about misconduct by a few actors at the top of the FBI, and they should be criticized if they engage in serious misconduct. That doesn't mean we're, we're criticizing the FBI, and I think the tack of trying to wrap yourself in the institution and say, gee, people who are criticizing the decisions I made are attacking the institution. I notice people don't do that as far as I'm concerned. People feel free to criticize me and I don't say, gee, you're, you're attacking the honest men and women of the Department of Justice. Mm. I think that I, I can't help but do the eye roll, y'all, every time I listen to this because it's exactly the case. I'm so thankful for Bill Barr pointing this out so well that forget it, Comey, that you're saying, oh, we're criticizing the FBI. No, we're not criticizing the FBI. We're criticizing you. Because you are, the buck stops with you. You signed the FISA warrant. You covered this whole thing up and we're pointing out at you. So no, we're not blaming all these, uh, these, the, 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 the run of the mill FBI people. We're, we're criticizing people at the top who foisted this whole coup on us and has been covering it up. Leaders, you know, have to own their decisions and are fair game if they make bad decisions. I want you to listen to this piece of his interview with Chris Wallace and get your reaction. He does not have a factual basis as the Attorney General of the United States to be speculating that agents acted in bad faith. The facts just aren't there. Full stop. That doesn't make it any less consequential, any less important, but that's an irresponsible statement. He said that you made an irresponsible statement about these FBI individuals. Yeah. Well, as I said, I, I made the same statement effectively and substantively as the Inspector General, which is uh, there are unexplained misconduct that are it just can't be easily explained as to what was going on there. And as he said, it could involve bad motive. And he was not in a position, given the limited scope he has, of making that final determination. So it's not speculation. But you know, I think there are episodes there that are simply that simply cannot be squared with innocent mistakes. It just, it doesn't add up, Comey. It doesn't add up. And just because the IG report, Mr. Horowitz, didn't go into uh, in bringing an indictment, you know, and he, and he wasn't looking at it from that standpoint, he, some, it don't add up. <laughs> it does not add up what, it, it, it can't just be honest mistakes. Nope, we don't buy it. Check this out. This, this is my favorite part's coming up. And I think people have to come to terms with Were that. you surprised that he seemed to, to give himself such a distance from the entire operation? As a director sitting on top of an organization of 38,000 people, you can't run an investigation that's seven layers below you. You have to leave it to the career professionals to do. Do you believe that? No. I, I, I... No.
I just love it. No, I don't believe that. I don't believe it. <laughs> that is what all of us want to do whenever Kobe says something. No, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. And I don't believe that. No, I don't. I think that the one of the problems with what happened was precisely that they pulled the investigation up to the executive floors and it was run uh, and bird dogged by a very small group of very high level officials. And the idea that this was seven layers below him is simply not true. He also said that he told the president three times that he was not the target of the investigation. Do you believe, based on what we know now, that the president was not the target of Crossfire Hurricane or wasn't one of them? Well, I, I think uh, it, it, effectively the president was uh, being investigated. Uh, they were investigating the Trump campaign and Trump associates. Uh, but again, as I've said, the, what happened after the election to me is, is uh, very questionable. And I think there has to be a lot of focus as to what happened after the campaign. And they learned that their whole case had collapsed and they really had no basis to take it further. And so we are looking into that. Do you think we need to reform the FISA court system? Some people are even calling for it to be removed because there's no opportunity for the person who's presenting the evidence to have another side make the argument for why this surveillance perhaps should not be done. No, I, I don't think we need to do anything that radical. I do, you know, I think both Chris Ray and I take uh, the, this, uh, the problems and the, and the, and the uh, misconduct of the past very seriously. And uh, Chris has been particularly proactive in developing uh, a number of reforms that are designed to address that. And I'm evaluating those and considering some Okay, so this is what people do a lot of times, is they say, oh, well, the problem was not with us and with our responsibility that we were, you know, careless, or maybe we made a mistake, but it was the problem with the FISA. It's because of the procedures. It's because of the policies. And uh, it's, 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 it's not a person. No person did anything wrong. That's BS. <laughs> no, he's saying, we don't need to get rid of the FISA. We need, you know, we don't need to get rid of it. We need to get rid of the people who abuse it. That's the point. It's, yes, maybe we need to change some policies. Yes, maybe we can change procedures. That's fine. But we need to get rid of people who abuse whatever rules and policies and procedures there are and to, to get away with stuff for their own purposes. All right. So, yeah, this is just, I think we talked about this the other day. It's just so exciting to see these. Um, now we have the, the fifth Pentagon official announcing resignation in, in uh, seven days. This is so exciting. You guys, this is, as Q says, nothing's happening. Nothing's happening. Clearly, nothing is happening. These people have been in these positions and they have been the roadblocks. When Once all these people are out of the way, imagine this giant wall of people. Once these people are gone, then we can get justice because then we'll have good judges in place. We'll have good prosecuting attorneys, good police officers, good, you know, all these people in place that we can get it done right and because we get only one chance at this. So, yeah, if you are, um, I'm glad you're here. Make sure that you like and share and subscribe. Our um, our our channel is probably not growing as much as others, maybe because ours is more like what, what the Bible is talking about, but Q's talking about, this is biblical. This is biblical, as in biblically huge, and this is also, this is the, this is the fulfillment of the promises that God had for us. That's the whole reason we have this channel, and I really think that people need to know that, because they, they hear something and then they can easily get get off to a wrong track. The thing that keeps us centered and focused and encouraged is that we know this is the great day of the Lord. This is the battle of Armageddon. We are about to toss the, the beast and the false prophet into the abyss and, and out of here and, and all, there will be no more deception for a thousand years. This is what the book of Revelation 
really teaches, even though they had us completely all tangled up, they, they completely misled us. We are not leaving. They are leaving. We're going to stay and have a thousand years of peace. We're going to have righteousness in, in this earth. And I'm going to read this to you here in just a second from the book of Micah. So make sure that you share these things because this, this we've got our, I, I see what happens on social media. I see that some, something will come out and all of a sudden the whole army gets dejected because they don't have their faith, their faith firmly in, in the Lord. When, when Q talks about pray, he's not just saying, Oh, Oh, please Lord save us. That's not prayer. That's not prayer. Prayer is where you are speaking to the Lord and you are communing with him and you are asking him, Lord, what is, what is going on? And you're asking him for this wisdom, asking for him to guide you into truth and that you're putting, and you're getting the strength from him to, to do the job and not this, this, you know, this desperation thing, but a confident expectation and a joyful expectation, you know, and, and I posted this on the, on the, on the community page the other day that, you know, when, when our president was impeached, you know, he says, you know, stand strong because this person was like, Oh, it's such a terrible night. You know, we cannot allow ourselves a pity party. We cannot, we don't have the time. Our, our army has got to stay strong and stand against this, these onslaughts of the enemy. We have to, we cannot afford, we don't have the luxury of having a pity party. We just don't. Okay. So imagine, you know, you've got, you've got a house full of kids. I guess this is where I learned this. You know, I've got a house full of kids. I've got to take care of these kids. And I mean, maybe I've got, I don't feel good and I want to go lay in the bed. I don't have the luxury to do that. I have to, you know, take a, take an aspirin or something and, and keep moving. Same type of thing. We have to put on our big girl pants, put our big boy pants on and not, uh, allow ourselves this, uh, that to be down. And how do we do that? Practically speaking is to say, Lord, I know that within a year, you know, with, when the, this battle is over, that I will have my family back. Lord, I know that, that this is your great day, that this, that we're not going to be, have a uh, more tribulation fall on us where we are going to be, you know, taken over. That is over. We are pushing back the, the forces of darkness right now. What was that? What was I showing you? This is what's happening right now. We're destroying the beast and the false prophet. So this is, this truth is very, very practical. So that's why I wrote this book. Now it's called, and it's 99 cents. So share this with people, maybe give it to people for Christmas and, you know, say, I've, I've got you this link for 99 cents to say, Hey, just, just, just read a little bit. It's a very easy, 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 easy read. This is as cheap as I could put it out on there. And so again, y'all know I'm, I don't monetize my channel. I don't, I'm not trying to make money on this at all. I'm just trying to get truth out. And I'm very thankful that I'm able to write something and it's on there. So it's a very, um, it's, if you, uh, you could also share my video on the, the, the book of Revelation to help people come out of this deception that we don't need to figure out who the beast is because we're going to escape. We're going to leave. We're out of here. And then the whole world's going to fall apart. No, our job is to kick out the beast and the false prophet and to have them. We can have his kingdom come, his will being done on earth as it is in heaven. This is the truth. I don't care if I'm the only person who teaches this from God's word. This 
It is the truth. This is the truth. This is not only in the book of Revelation. This is in Daniel and Micah and Isaiah and Ezekiel and on and on and on. It's everywhere. You start looking for it and all of a sudden it's like everywhere. So this is what is happening here now. Yes, we will one day get new bodies and the new heaven and the new earth. That is after the 1,000 years of, of the reign of Christ on this earth. This where we'll have peace on earth, goodwill to men, joy to the world, right? All right, so share that with people too. Now, um, I did find this also. I wanted you to see this, and this is a good video for you guys to watch to understand. When we were talking about back channels, and that goes, one of the things about back channels, it goes to the Cuban Missile Crisis and, and President Kennedy trying to work out peace between the United States and uh, Cuba. I'm sure these back channels have done in lots of other situations too, but he was trying to work out this, this, uh, this situation with Cuba and this back channel and they were making very good progress. And then obviously that fell apart when president Trump, uh, president, Lord, <laughs> when president, um, Kennedy was assassinated. So I have this Dr. Peter Kornbluh, um, back channel to Cuba is the name of his book, but this video, he is, he's, talking about it and explaining about it. I'm not going to play it, but I, I will put the link below and I would encourage you to, to, to do that because Cube brought up about back channel and that's a very important back channel. Okay. Um, this thing came up yesterday or this, this weekend. And so I saw several people were talking about it. So I said, I better go and see, because this is something that a lot of the Q army is getting this information right now. And I listened to it. I do believe that there are, there's, it's it's a it's likely a valid situation. I believe it's really a, like an MK Ultra, and I ended up going on my the, on our community page, and I wrote down this information that this is likely MK Ultra. This is a you know a very advanced MK Ultra, and they have been able to find this frequency that is so compelling that when you listen to this, it's like the siren song. It's like it draws you in and you feel so positive and so good that you're like, this is, this must be true because it feels so positive about it. That's, that is what it is. It's, it is not the voice of God though. It's not the voice of God. God is not an it. He is not a, um, a force. Uh, he is a person. You cannot harness God. He is the God of heaven and earth who spoke the worlds into existence. No one can harness God. They can harness a frequency that can be very compelling and can be very strong and hard for people to overcome, just like we have the, all the mainstream media, the music, all the, you know, they've been using this for years. How many times have we talked about, you know, that you'll see the, the advertisement for popcorn and it'll cause people, you know, you'll, it's subliminal messages and it'll make you want to go buy popcorn. You're like, why do I, why am I all of a sudden getting hungry for popcorn? I know that they have a lot of these types of things that have been going on. And I know that they have, they're taking this to a higher level. This man is, is working on some, you know, he sounds very legit, but he's, there's something that's very, 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 very compelling about this frequency. I do not doubt that at all. The only thing I want to caution you on is, well, two things. Number one is this is the great day of the Lord. And there's not going to be this where these, they are able to use something like this, like a blue beam or something. And where it 
where we all become mind numb robots. It's not going to happen because we know this is the great day of the Lord. Why do we know that? Because just like the wise men saw the sign in the heavens, we are, we've seen the sign of the son of man. And we've seen 130,000 sealed federal indictments, 9,000 CEOs being removed, 1,200 pages of assets being seized. We're seeing FBI and DOJ and CIA being removed all over the world. So this is not going to happen. Okay. First of all, this is why it's so important to be here at this channel and understand from biblically this we're here. We made it. We're here and we are kicking back the darkness. We're kicking out the beast and the false prophets. So number one, and then number two, well, <laughs> there was a number two. Let me see if I hang out of their back. Number two is that they cannot control God. They can maybe harness a frequency and use it for evil like they always do, but they will not win. And that, that greater is he who is in us than he who is in the world. So don't get this mindset that, that, that Satan is greater than God. No. And so just, just you know, don't let this unnerve you or unsettle you. We, this is not going to happen. Now we, I say that and understanding that so many of the people that I know are already zombies. They're already brainwashed. They're already in this, but what do we see happening? Like with the walk away movement, with all the, that people are waking up, they can't stop it. The bad guys are trying to stop us from waking up and we are on an everyday basis. More and more and more and more people are waking up. So just don't worry where this is not, you know, you can even see that on this guy's face. I don't watch true reporting. I do watch uh, red pill 78, but you know, you can tell it, it uh, nerves. So do watch yourself. Be very careful. Don't let some of this stuff unnerve you. Okay. Um, no one can harness the true and living God. Right. Don't, don't let that unnerve you. Okay. Now I will say though, it, if, if I talked about this in the book too, in, Q and on and a thousand years of peace. Okay. Um, I also have it Q and on and the battle of Armageddon. So you can get either one, the same book. It's just, um, one has a scarier title because <laughs> some people don't understand Armageddon, what that really is. Okay. So this is no doubt they have brainwashed the masses and I, we were all under their spell, so to speak. And so thankfully we've broken the matrix and we have come out of this with the great awakening and, that, that, that frequency thing that was changed somewhere over in South of Egypt or whatever, Madagascar or whatever, but whatever, a year ago, I think that that helped, that helped everyone to snap out of it, right? To wake up, right? And to break through the matrix. So this is in Revelation chapter 13. I'm going to read just a snippet of this. One of the heads of the beast looked as if it had been killed by a wound, but this death wound was healed. Then the whole world was amazed and followed the beast. I believe that this is basically after World War II. They were, it looked like they surely, well, we were certainly going to break this beast at that point. Surely we're going to break this Nazism, this, uh, this satanic, you know, uh, evil empire. We're going to break it. But, but as we know, they just were like a dandelion and poof, they went all over the world. It's like, how did that happen? How did they move from what this small nucleus? And then, you know, operation, 
uh, paperclip, they ended up all over in America, in our scientists, in the, in our, in the CDC, and all in NASA, and all these different places. So I believe that's what that, that's the fulfillment of that. It, it, they were they're healed. This whole operation was not only was it not stamped out, it was it proliferated. Okay, and then the whole world was based in follow the beast. What do I mean by that? They they controlled the media, so everybody's just oh well, we're going to just believe whatever the, the people say on the news. We're going to believe what the CIA says. We're going to believe what the politicians say because they and they controlled all the politicians. So we all are we all doing evil like them? No, clearly not. But we just believed what we were told, like a child, right? But we are. We put away childish things like believing, just believing what we were, we were told without thinking. We are thinking now. People worship the dragon because he had given his power to the beast and they also worship the beast. Did we sit, did we bow down and worship the beast? No. What does it mean by that? It means to follow it, to believe it. When we say we worship Jesus, we're saying, I believe you. I believe you. And so this, when I'm just saying, Lord, I believe that this is your day. I believe the sign that you gave us in the heavens. I believe that you are fulfilling your promise to us that we're go you're going to rule this earth. Joy to the world. The Lord has come. <laughs> let, you know, let heaven and nature sing, right? Let heaven and nature sing. So that, that's how I worship him. I believe him. And therefore, my actions follow that. That's what is so why it's so important to soak ourselves in in truth and to and to believe whatever He has put down. And that's really that's really worship. It's not about raising your hands or singing a song necessarily or bowing down. It's about who do you follow? Who do you listen to? Who do you believe? Okay. Um, so what they said, who is like the beast? No. Who can make war against the beast? Nobody can beat them. And this is what it's always been. I mean, we didn't know, but the people who were in the know, they're like, you can't beat the beast. You cannot beat. They run the media. They run Hollywood. They run the judges. They run the politicians. They run, they run everything all, all of the world. And the people who did, did find out, they're like, oh, I'll, I'll make sure Miley Cyrus says something and, you know, you'll, you'll know we control her. I mean, it's just, or I'll make this politicians do this or, or that person that this company do that or whatever, because, and it's like, it was impossible. It was such a, it's been such a network of, and the secret societies worldwide that there was no way. How would you ever, ever, ever be able to, to fight as it says over here, who is able to fight against this, this, this huge web. And that's why it's been so outrageous for people in the Q movement who don't really know what's going on to say, well, just arrest the people. You have no idea how massive this monster is and how intricate their web is. And so in verse five, it says the beast was allowed to say proud words and words against God. And it was allowed to use its mouth as power for 242 months. Okay. So then farther on down though. Okay. So this is all talking about, about this beast that everybody followed after this beast. We're listening to the music and listening to the news and, doing whatever they say, but then the day comes when there's someone who will take on this beast, and that's us. That's the Q Army. That's these wonderful patriots. This is our wonderful president. We're taking on this beast, and we are going to destroy this beast. This is, it's, as Q has said, actually, this is biblical. This is the, the, the promises the Lord has put down in his word, and nothing can stop it. Nothing, nothing can stop it. All right. <sighs> okay, so here's another false prophet. This Christianity Today is anything but Christianity Today. They put out this article, Trump should be removed from office. So 
this is this I'm thankful that this got exposed because because you know, oh, blah, 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 Christianity, you, you see the evangelicals are leaving Trump. No, we're not leaving Trump. We're leaving Christianity today because it's a fake, it's fake news. It's fake Christianity. And so goodbye. Thank you for exposing yourself. Thank you very much. Right. And so our president posted this. He says a far left magazine, Christianity Today, a far left magazine or very progressive as some would call it, which has been doing poorly and hasn't been involved with the Billy Graham family for many years, Christianity Today, Christ, fakeianity, as I posted, fakeianity today knows nothing about reading a perfect transcript or of a routine phone call and would rather have a radical left non-believer, HRC, who wants to take your religion and your guns than Donald Trump as your president. No president has done more for the evangelical community and it's not even close. You'll not get anything for, from those Dems on stage. I won't be reading ET again. So I'm really thankful for that. So yeah, so I'm not going to go into, you know, all the things about the, the Franklin Graham or Billy Graham or whatever. But yeah, so he was, he did say his father had voted for President Trump and that he had voted for President Trump. And there you go. So I was very glad. So our issue is not really with, you know, President Trump or with even with the grams, it is with Christianity Today is fake news. All right. So there you go. Done. Done with that. All right. So I'm ready to read Micah. Who's ready to read Micah? All right. So let's see if this is the right version. Yeah, the NLT. Oh, I want to read the whole thing. Actually, I need to pop back to verse to chapter five. I want to read the whole thing. It's so good. So definitely put that on your to-do list to listen to that. And you can do it through the BibleGateway.com or YOUVersion.com, uh, Bible app, YOUVersion, Bible app. All right. Mobilize, mar uh, mobilize, marshal your troops. The enemy is laying siege to Jerusalem. It's not about the physical city. Jerusalem is the city of God, wherever you are. You guys in Australia, in China, in, in Israel, in, uh, in, in, uh, in Europe, in Venezuela, in Mexico, in America, wherever you are, the family of God, the people of God, Jerusalem is the people of God, okay? Make sure we understand what we're talking about here. They, they will strike Israel's leader in the face with a rod. But you, O Bethlehem Ephratah, you are only a small village among all the people of Judah, yet a ruler of Israel, whose origins are in the distant past, will come from you on my behalf. The people of Israel will be abandoned to their enemies until the woman in labor gives birth. Do you hear this? You know what I'm going to show you. You know what I'm going to show you. The people of Israel will be abandoned to their enemies until the woman in labor gives birth. This is not talking about Mary. Yes, it's talking about the birth. This is part of this is it's a, it's a prophecy about our, our Lord Jesus being born, but it's more than that. It's it's about the fulfillment of His mission that He came, He died on the cross for He lived the perfect life. He He stood, uh, died the substitutionary, atoning death for us, so our sins are are remitted, are removed, are washed away, and He rose. So that we know that he has he has vanquished death and all of our enemies, sin and, and everything is 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 beaten. And then by putting our faith in him, believing on him, that we have all of the blessings, our sins are forgiven, and we have eternal life. Okay, so we know that, but that's not the end of the mission. Then he said, Okay, now go in the world and preach the gospel. Go and and, and tell everybody what I've done. 
and have them to believe on me throughout all the world. Now, at this point, God's people had already been scattered. The Israelites had already been scattered all over the world, like a dandelion, just they were gone. They were poof, going everywhere. Does that mean that they weren't having their faith in God? No, that doesn't. They were, they had actually returned to their roots because that's what happens when we get punished, right? We wake up and we are like, ah, I shouldn't have done that. And they, they returned to the, did they physically return to Israel? Many of them, no. They, as the Lord says, there was a, a, a diaspora and they were scattered all over the world. Okay. So then he says, I'm coming back. When you guys do the job, when you get the job done, I'm coming back. And, the, and you will, when you see the sign of the son of man, you will see the son of man coming in power and great glory. There you go. So we look at this. It says this great sign that we, I'm going to show you the sign of the son of man, this woman giving labor to the son, which is a sign of this birth, this great birth of this great new day. You'll see this and we'll be abandoned to our enemies until that time, until you see this sign. And I was listening to that song, that Christmas song they sing. Um, oh, it's a song. Um, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, come, oh, come, Emmanuel, and ransom captive Israel that mourns in lowly exile here until the Son of God appear. That is the saddest song. Why? Because it's saying we're in exile. We are, we are in exile here. Oh, you know, come, Emmanuel. Come, Emmanuel, not just being born. Come back to, to have this earth restored. And to have the justice rule the earth, rule the earth in justice, right? So he's, it says that we'll be abandoned to our enemies. We'll be exiles for this 2,000 years. We're not, we have, have we been running the world? No. Have God's people? No. The beast and the false prophet have been running the world. The people of Israel will be abandoned to their enemies until the woman in labor gives birth. The people of Israel, that is again the northern kingdoms. Those are the ones that were dispersed predominantly. And they, they go all over the world. And many of us, many of us are Israelites, whether we know it or not. We are from the tribe of Dan or Astra of Naphtali or Issachar or whatever. And we went all throughout Europe, maybe into Africa, uh, maybe into Russia, all over. And we even in, eventually ended up, some of us in America. So we will be we will be abandoned to our enemies. Why? The Lord had a purpose in this. He had a purpose in this, and and it because it was going to take two thousand years to get this army built up to get the people built up enough so that we would be able to take the enemy. You know, back in the day, he had to he had to destroy the whole world because the whole world had been taken over. Now we have enough people who love the Lord, who will stand up for righteousness, that we can finally, finally, finally take the beast. And he will stay out. And then at last, his fellow countrymen will return from exile to their own land. And he will stand to lead his flock with the Lord's strength in the majesty of the name of the Lord, his God. Then his people will live there undisturbed, for he will be highly honored around the world, and he will be the source of peace. <laughs> My sister was asking me, how shout out to Debbie. Hey Debbie. Yeah, shout she was um she was asking me about about this, about about who this is. When the Assyrians invade our land and break through our defenses, we will appoint seven rulers to watch over us, eight princes to lead us. They will rule Assyria with drawn swords and enter the gates of the land of Nimrod. He will rescue us from the Assyrians when they pour over the borders to invade our land. 
It's not just talking about way back in the day when they were, when the Israelites were just uh, dispersed and, 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 and hauled off into Assyria. This is talking about the beast and the false prophet. This is Assyria and that they have, you know, they poured over the borders to invade our land. Then the remnant left in Israel will take their place among the nations. What does this mean? That we will rise into these positions of authority. We will be the judges. We will be the police officers. We will be the politicians. We will be the, the, the ones who are, who are running Hollywood and godly people who, who, who are, you know, make good movies and good, uh, you know, radio and good schools and good, all this. We will take our place. We will take our place. Even if Cassiopeia is sitting next to Cepheus, the king in the northern star, uh, northern in the northern sky, and Cassiopeia has a has a has a throne. It looks like a W in the sky. That is Cassiopeia's throne right next to our Lord Jesus on the, the which is Cepheus in the in the heavens. Beautiful. Watch my video on the, this uh, the the heavenly storybook because it's a beautiful Bible story up there. If you just know how to read it, they will be like dew sent by the Lord or like rain falling on the grass. What do you think of when you think of dew and rain? It just, it just permeates. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. Do you imagine dew? It's just everywhere. Believers are everywhere. Have we all awakened and are rising up at this point? Not yet, but it will happen. It's like, it'll be like a, in a moment, everybody will just be like, Oh, <laughs> like as, as Q said, this is going to, something big is happening. It's going to happen. No one can hold back. No one can restrain. This is going to happen. Can't stop it. The remnant left in Israel will take their place among the nations. They'll be like a lion among the animals of the forest, like a strong young lion among flocks of sheep and goats, pouncing and tearing as they go with no rescuer in sight. The people of Israel will stand up to their foes and all their enemies will be wiped out. That's us, you guys. We're ripping through the lies one after another, tearing them up, going like Shifty Shift and Comey and Nadler and Pelosi and all these. We are getting rid of the Feinstein and Weinstein and blah, 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 on and on and on. We are getting rid of our foes. They're wiping them out and they cannot stop us. In that day, says the Lord, I will slaughter your horses and destroy your chariots. I will tear down your walls and demolish your defenses. I will put an end to all witchcraft and there will be no more fortune tellers. I will destroy all your idols and sacred pillars. So you will never again worship the work of your own hands. I abolish, I will abolish your idol shrines with their Asherah poles and destroy your pagan cities. This is this awful satanic demon worship. It's just awful. I will pour out my vengeance on all the nations that refuse to obey me. That is happening, you guys. Now let's jump into Micah 6. Isn't this terrific? Oh, this is us. This is it. And this is in every one of the Old Testament books. If you just open it, you're like, this is happening right now. Stand up and state your case against me. Let the mountains and hills be called, be called to, be, to witness your complaints. And now all mountains, listen to the Lord's complaint. Now you can listen to mine. <laughs> he has a case against his people. And he will bring charges against Israel. Oh, my people, what have I done to you? What have I done to make you tired of me? answer me for I brought you out of Egypt and redeemed you from slavery. In other words, I set you free from your sins. I set you free from, so that you have a heaven forever, that you have an eternal life. Why don't you listen to me? Why don't you, why don't you work justice? That's what it's, we're, we're moving toward in, in this, in, when we get to the next chapter, why don't you, why don't you work justice? You're, you're, I've redeemed you. 
I came and I died for you. I, 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 I delivered you out of bondage, slavery. The enemy was running roughshod over you. I set you free from, from Satan's bonds in your personal life. Why don't you do this in a, you know, in the whole world to set everyone free, right? I sent Moses and Aaron and Miriam to help you. Don't you remember, my people, how King Balak of Moab tried to have you curse and have Balaam instead of Beor bless you instead? Remember how I would not allow him to curse you? Don't you remember? And remember your journey from Acacia Grove to Gilgal when I, the Lord, did everything I could to teach you about my faithfulness? What can we bring to the Lord? Shall we bring him burnt offerings? Shall we bow before the God most high with offerings of yearling calves? Should we offer him thousands of rams and 10,000 rivers of olive oil? Should we sacrifice our firstborn children to pay for our sins? <laughs> it's like, where are you coming up with this crazy idea? No. Oh, people, the Lord has told you what is good. Please. Don't be ridiculous. Don't do something ridiculous. If that is not from me. That is from Satan. This is what? This is what he requires. This right here, right here is what he requires. Do what is right. Love mercy. Walk humbly with your God. This is what he wants. You have it in your personal life and work it in your town. Work it in your community. Work it in your family. Work it in your nation. Work it in the world, right? Fear the Lord if you are wise. His, his voice calls to everyone, everyone. He's calling to everyone to wake up. The armies of destruction are coming. The Lord is sending them. When, what shall I say about the homes of the wicked filled with treasures gained by cheating? What about the disgusting practice of measuring out grain with dishonest measures? In other words, cheating us in the Federal Reserve, cheating us in taxing us and cheating us on GoFundMes and cheating us in saying that you're helping children and it's actually the trafficking. I mean, just on and on, all these dishonest measures, dishonest deception cheating us out of our money how can i tolerate your mer tolerate your merchants who use dishonest scales and weights the rich among you have become wealthy through extortion and violence trafficking of everything Ugh. your citizens are so used to lying that their tongues can no longer even tell the truth therefore i will wound you i will bring you to ruin for all your sins you will eat but never have enough your hunger pangs and emptiness will remain and though you try to save your money it will come to nothing to, in the end you will save a little but i will give it to those who conquer you you will plant crops but not harvest them you will press your olives but not get enough to anoint yourselves you will trample the grapes but get no juice to make your wine you keep only the laws of evil king omri you follow only the example of wicked king ahab therefore i will make an example of you by bringing you to complete ruin you'll be treated with contempt mocked by all who see you. And the honest truth is that is what has happened to us. We have been a mockery. They have been making fun of us. Like these idiots believe what's on the news. These idiots believe and they just keep giving money. They think that this is legit. They believe the, the FFs. They think that all these shootings are real. They think, you know, they're like, these people are too dumb to live, right? How, and this is how we felt, how miserable I am. I feel like the fruit picker after the harvest who can find nothing to eat. Not a cluster of grapes or a single early fig can be found to satisfy my hunger. The godly people have all disappeared and not even not one honest person is left on the earth. They are all murderers, setting traps even for their own brothers. Both their hands are equally skilled at doing evil. Officials and judges alike demand bribes. Right? Like Alcy, right? Hastings? Ugh. The people with influences get what they want. And together they scheme to twist, the ju to twist justice. That's what we've been talking about. This is what we've endured. We're over it. This is why we're rising up because we're like, I can't take it anymore. Even the best of them is like a briar, like a thorn. The most honest is as dangerous as a hedge of thorns. Ugh. 
like Pelosi. But your judgment day is coming swiftly now. Your time of punishment is here. A time of confusion. Does that sound like what we're seeing? They are completely confused. They don't know what to do. Don't trust anyone, not your best friend or even your wife. But the son despises his father. The daughter despises her mother. The daughter-in-law defies her mother-in-law. Your enemies are right in your own household. Have you can I get an amen that they don't get it? They don't get it. Now, some people maybe are, are have joined within the league with the bad side, the dark side. Some people are just brainwashed. We don't necessarily know which is which, but we know that there's a lot of misunderstanding and confusion right now. As for me, I look to the Lord for help. I wait confidently for God to save me. My God will certainly hear me. Do not gloat over me, my enemies. <laughs> but Schiff and Pelosi, uh-uh, don't gloat over me because we're going to destroy you. For though I fall, though we have all fallen all over the world, we will rise again. We will rise again. We're doing it right now. Though I sit in darkness, the Lord will be my light. He will guide me into all truth. Okay. He will guide us into all truth. He will protect us from whatever it, uh, attack the enemy has. I'll be patient as the Lord punishes me for I've sinned against him. And after that, he will take up my case and give me justice for all I've suffered from my enemies. That is what is happening. We have been punished. And now the Lord is, is bringing justice for us because of all that we've suffered from our enemies, all the sickness, all the devastation, all the financial, all the things that we've, that we've suffered. The Lord will give me, bring me light into the light, darkness to light, right? I will see his righteousness. Then my enemies, the righteousness, oh, all over the world. Then my enemies will see that the Lord is on my side. Isn't that what Q just said? The Lord is on our side. He just said that. They will be ashamed that they taunted me saying, see, where's the Lord, that God of yours? With my own eyes, I will see their downfall. They will be trampled like mud in the streets. Remember I was reading that to you the other day? They'll be trampled like mud in the streets. In that day, Israel, your cities will be rebuilt and your borders will be extended. Hello. People from many lands will come and honor you from Assyria all the way to the towns of Egypt, from Egypt to the, all the way to the Euphrates River, from distant seas and mountains. But the land will become empty and desolate because of the wickedness of those who live there. In other words, these people, what they've done, their, their house is left to them desolate. Oh, Lord, protect your people. This is our prayer. Protect your people with your shepherd's staff. Lead your flock, your special possession. Though they live alone in a thicket on the heights of Mount Carmel, let them graze in the fertile pastures of Bashan and Gilead as they did long ago. Let us get back to where we're healthy and, and financially stable and, and, and emotionally stable and mentally stable and everything set at peace. Oh, yes, says the Lord. I will do mighty miracles for you. Like those that I did when I rescued you from slavery in Egypt. All the nations of the world will stand amazed at what the Lord will do for you. They'll be embarrassed at their feeble power. They can't stop it. They keep thinking they can stop it and they can't. Their, their power is feeble. Yay. They will cover their mouths in silent awe, deaf to everything around them like snakes crawling from their holes. They will come out to meet the Lord our God. They will fear him greatly, trembling in terror at his presence. Like Bill Barr. Like Bill Barr. The Lord is working through Bill Barr to bring justice and they're trembling. Even you can see Comey, like, you can't do that. You can't be responsible for that. Blah, blah, blah. He's just like, and all of them, Nadler, and yeah. Where is another God like you who pardons the guilt of the remnant, overlooking the sins of his special people? The reality is we've all sinned against the Lord, all of us, but he is forgiving our sins, the guilt of, our, of the remnant. 
he's overlooking our sins. He, you will not stay angry with your people forever because you delight in showing unfailing love. Once again, you will have compassion on us. You will trample our sins under your feet and throw them into the depths of the ocean. You will show us your faithfulness and unfailing love as you promised to our ancestors, Abraham and Jacob long ago. Who likes some Micah? Isn't that awesome? Isn't that wonderful? I just had to, I had to share that with you. Thank you, Debbie, for mentioning that to me. So I will show you. This is my floor. This is the medallion that, that I've been making. This is the, the, the design, this beautiful. I'm going to show you close up how beautiful it is. Look at that, how beautiful that is. Turned out really, really pretty. So that's what I'm working on that and working on this is the bath can you, i just love that this is actually this is not a rug this is actually tile an arabesque tile here with a um a, a, and then uh, my husband built this i just showed him a picture drew it out for him and he he built this beautiful cabinet right here and now uh, we're still now this is a beautiful light fixture it's going to become like a dandelion just go poof and it's going to open up um beautiful look at that cool sink right there isn't that pretty isn't that beautiful it's coming together. We're, the design plan we've been working on is finally getting here. This is my my buddy Dana and I. Oh, she helped to get presents for everyone. Uh, so 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 sweet. And so they all came to her house and we packaged them up, wrapped them up. And so yeah, that was really really fun. All right. So I'm thinking next time I see you, I'm going to sing this song to you. You're here. This is a beautiful Christmas song. I'm going to try to, I'm going to try to, if I can try to get this other stuff done. So let's pray before I go. Oh, thank you so much, Lord, that you are, um, that you have opened our eyes to so many wonderful things going on. We just ask your blessing on everyone who's in this fight. Continue to raise us up, uh, help us to, to not ever falter, but to keep our eyes on you and to know that you are working miracles for us in this day. Lord, we, we give you praise. We give you praise that we are, hang on. I don't want to see that. We give you praise that um, this beast is not going to rule over us, that they will no longer have, be able to, to mock us and harm us anymore. Lord, we thank you that you um, have sent us our wonderful president. We thank you that he is um, helping to, to uh, and our wonderful um, NSA director, uh, Admiral Rogers. We thank you for Bill Barr. We thank you for all these who are fighting so hard for us. We thank you for our president destroying the deep state. We thank you, Lord, that we're seeing, we're going to see the end of our enemies on this earth. Lord, we ask that um, you bless this Christmas season, that uh, many would would come to wake up and to know you and to seek your face and to and to hear from you. And uh, we just pray you'd um, just do this mighty thing so everyone will wake up, Lord, so we can have peace with our family members. But until then, Lord, just give us the strength to keep going no matter what, no matter what, and help us to change the world uh, because of... Uh, because of what you worked in us. We praise you, Lord. We, we give you all praise because you are worthy to open this, uh, the, uh, to unseal the scrolls and to, and to rule this earth. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, guys. I love you guys. I will talk to you soon. All right. Bye.